Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. But yeah, dude, I don't know. Joe Rogan does. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch Joe Rogan. I just. Yeah, I just. I've only seen pictures on Instagram. Joe Rogan. Apparently, he's gotten wild. Fit? Oh, not well. <laughs> is he fit? Yeah, he's yeah. fit as hell. He does like. I feel like he's like fat fit. He no, nah, nigga, nah. he's fit as hell. He beat your ass right nah. now. Oh, I know he beat my ass. He's fit as hell, bro. He has yeah. a video called "Train Smarter, Not Harder." All he does is like fucking. He does jujitsu. I don't watch this shit, but I just I heard about it through the grapevine. But I seen pictures too. Why are you trying so hard to prove that you don't watch it? <laughs> no, I don't. I, don't. I, I just it. heard about it through the grapevine. I was standing next I've to someone and they were talking. About I've only it. seen. I don't even know who's talking. I've only seen a YouTube clip of uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Like I don't listen to it. I heard it's good. It's always like number one on the uh, the podcast. Whatever, but I've never podcast ranking. I've never I've met never a person of color that listens to it. That's why I don't like it. Anyone that I know listens to it. It's like a white dude, and they're not like no nah, Trump- people listen to it. They're not Trumpian, but they're like they're just like you know. I, I don't you. know, like you know. Sometimes I think ladies they're are too bro-y. loud. They're bro-y like, Yo, and, shit. and then yeah. they listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know anybody who listens to it. But I don't listen to it. Either. Apparently, is I mean, people listen to it. It's like it's what, huge. yeah, it's fucking stop, huge. Stop podcast slandering. Stuff. <laughs> Joe Rogan, if you're listening, if you'd like to come Joe on, Rogan we'll beat you. he listen. He listens to all the, the competition. <laughs> Are we competition? Are we? You have might. we risen? You don't know. You have might. we risen? You I might. like that idea. He's just like sitting there listening, just waiting to be like, all right, "Who's ass am I gonna beat next week?" <laughs> Two dope girls on Tuesday. Uh, it's so wild though, man, because Joe Rogan has changed, like. From like Fear Factor, from like the Fear no, Factor dude, he you was gotta weird. Take it back, he was on. Uh, he was on the Man Show, right? But you got even take before it, you got to take it yeah. back. He was on. Uh, uh, it it was a sitcom, really, about like about like Vogue magazine, and like. Oh wait, uh, 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 is it the one that what's his name is on? Uh, David Spade. David Spade. Yeah, Dave Spade was Just on shoot that me. Shit. Just shoot me. He was Joe Rogan was on that uh, shit. He was. Don't hold on. Let me see. Hold on, let's see. Let me let's the, see. Let me pull up the IMDb. Uh, <laughs> welcome what? to a welcome to another edition of Culture Kings Black History Month, where we open the episode talking about Joe Rogan. Let me see. <laughs> Joe Rogan. For anyone wondering, um, uh, our guest is someone that I met at Public House. Uh, <laughs> we were having drinks, and I said, "Do you want to be on my pod? You want to be on the pod? Yeah, he was on Just Shoot Me. He was. Yeah, I yeah. told you. He was for good. how many episodes? Like for like for like the whole season." Uh, what? For like they went listen back in the nineties, they would go for like eight seasons, especially oh, yeah. if it was on oh, NBC. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I mean, remember that show, Spin City? Yeah, that was yeah. my shit. You like Spin City? Listen, which okay. which one? Charlie Sheen or uh, so uh, here's, Michael J. Fox? Uh, they both were on. They were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were look, okay. Here's the thing: because Spin Spin Season, it was in syndication, right? Yeah, and so it would come on like every day, yes. like. Either like after school or like early in the morning. Yeah. And I would watch that shit. And I was just like, and I was like, I was like, what, 12, 15? Yeah. It wasn't my demographic, but I'm just like, this show holds up. It's yeah. A, it's that, a pretty good show. That's the same way that I would watch it. I would be like, oh, it's on and I'm going to keep watching it. But I remember, because I think like Michael J. Fox left because his, uh, his shit started to get wild. Yeah. 
That's the official uh, prognosis. <laughs> his shit's, his Yo, shit's man, starting doctor, to get wild. Yo, man, doctor, I'm feeling something, man. I don't yeah, know. Man. I got the shakes. Well, oh, look, yeah, look, man. Your shit's starting to get wild. Your shit's starting to get wild. That's the diagnosis. <laughs> That's so, that's so fucked up. Uh, dude, he was on oh, Just Shoot Me for one episode. 1997. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? How the fuck you remember that shit? That one season. <laughs> no, you know who I'm thinking of? Ooh. Enrico Colotona- Colantoni. Let me see. The, the nigga from... Um, from uh, uh, oh, uh, he's from, on... From, uh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That he- Kristen, Kristen Bell shit. Yes. Uh, uh, Veronica, Veronica Mars, Mars. Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. I mean, yes. they all look. They got. They all got the same. Him head and Joe type. Rogan don't look the same. They got the same head type. <laughs> They're bald. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, in, in the '90s, they weren't. Yo. <laughs> Joe Rogan had hair. Nah. 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 Nineteen ninety-seven. Joe Rogan had hair. Yeah. Joe Rogan. DJ Dan, text me right now. Joe Rogan I had a full head of hair nah. throughout the entire series run of Fear Factor. Nah. This shit ran for six seasons, ninety-seven to two thousand three. Shit is crazy, That's man. Wild. This shit is crazy, guys. It is a beautiful February day. Uh, people are gonna think I can't say February. Uh, you can't I probably can? Uh, somebody I used to get made fun of <laughs> a lot for how <laughs> I say library. Library. How library. long ago was this picture, though? I said in the nineties. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> she showed me some high school. No, no, no. Go back to the photo that you just showed me. That's Joe Rogan from no, Fear no, no, Factor. No, 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 no. Show me this. Oh, the photo that she just showed. she showed me some high school photo. Oh, of the yeah, nigga. That's, <laughs> that's Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> that's a high school. She's trying to show me some high school yearbook I'm, photo of him. I'm very comfortable with my with my sexuality, but Joe Rogan was a handsome person. Oh yeah, in in, in his early. Well, he had yeah. the hair. All right, let me see what Joe Rogan just yeah. looks like. Okay, Dana White now. He looks like a he. Him and Dana White look almost exactly the same to me. Nah, just fat bald dudes. All right, nah. Joe Rogan gonna beat your ass. Yeah, Joe Rogan <laughs> really do listen to all of He's gonna come on and beat Joe the shit Rogan out of you. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan records right down Joe, the hall. He's gonna uppercut the dreads out your your head. <laughs> I ain't even got dreads. He's gonna put dreads in my hair just to uppercut yeah. the motherfuckers out. Egg, you got a haircut? I, I just slight, just slight trimming. Yeah, a little haircut. Just cleaning it up. Looking you know right. I mean? Just Was cleaning it, it up. Was it for the Valentine's date? No. No? No, we have already recorded episodes since Valentine's Day, and I had my hair the same. We did? No, we didn't. Valentine's Day was Thursday. Was it? Yeah. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it was. Ish. I just know I killed it. It's popping. Ishmael Saheed on the pod today. On What's up, podcast. man? I'm chilling. I'm good. Uh, God is great. God. All right, you can stop texting me, DJ Dan. This is out of control. This thing is, Wait a minute. Has he's he texted you? Yeah, he's he just texted you like seven pictures. Of, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan with uh, this is the most this is the most DJ Dan has uh wanted to be involved is we brought up Joe Rogan and he's like, te- finally 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 <laughs> Yeah, he's like, nah, fuck everything else. Y'all talking about Joe Rogan, I'm here. I'm in. Uh I find it very funny that the last two guests we've had on, which are two very dope ass people, two friends of ours, two members of very funny group, white women, which we've completed the the circle now mm. on Culture Kings. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. We've never had Zeke on. That's right. Listen, uh, I can probably guarantee that nobody in the community <laughs> that we are in listens to this podcast. Very I don't know. few people. I don't know. And here's why I don't know. Because remember when we were talking about Brian Bakos and how he has big dick energy? Yeah. His, I don't even know who that his is. His girlfriend confronted me. 
Really? And said, why are you talking about my boyfriend's penis on your podcast? Because she felt that energy. <laughs> right. But also, it ain't like you called it like micro dick. Nah, it's like that nigga has got a big, big dick. dick energy. He definitely has big dick energy. What constitutes for somebody having big dick energy? Brian will back? do shit. He'll say shit that you're just like, how do you feel comfortable saying shit like that? Like, you got to have something that's backing it up. So, that would say, so, it, with that logic, that was, you Trump has big dick uh, energy. I think Trump does have big dick energy, but I also don't believe that big dick energy necessarily means you got a big you dick. You got a big dick. That means yeah. it means you're just getting your noodle blown a lot, probably. I mean, it's just like because you know there are people who are very confident, but yeah. then if you just like look underward under it, uh, if you look under the hood, it's like trash. Like they're just like oh, they yeah. hate themselves gotcha, and they gotcha. like yeah, 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 so yeah. you can have big dick energy, not necessarily have a big dick. So, we need to bring out the medium dick energy, man. The Soldier Boy got big dick energy. Soldier Boy, I think Soldier Boy got medium dick energy. <laughs> I think he definitely has medium. Nah, dick energy, I think he got bro. medium dick energy. Listen, Soldier Boy, I, I listen after watching that interview. Yeah, like he, so, Soldier Boy gave me confidence to just be like, listen, <laughs> I've accomplished a lot of things in my life. Come correct when you speak about my name. Well, okay. That. How about the fact that like anything that he said, you could easily because I was watching it on my laptop and I would just click over to a new tab and just disprove what he was saying. Live. Every, no, he was saying everything he was saying was facts. What, what were lies? Yeah. That, that he in, that he inspired every rapper that he came did. After him. He did every rapper that came after. <laughs> he him? did. Didn't Kendrick come after him? Uh, yes. He inspired Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> What did you What are you talking about? Uh, who else came out? Drake yeah, came out. He, he, he inspired on, Childish Gambino. Come yeah. on, bro. Come He's, on, bro. What a liar! All right, I know you love this nigga. What he, a liar! Are you trying to say he inspired J Cole? And what? Like, <laughs> in, I mean, listen. Yeah, he. I mean, listen. Soldier Boy is. He inspired the niggas to make better music. Soldier <laughs> Boy is the guy. All right, Soldier Boy gonna Soulja beat your Boy. ass. <laughs> So boy listens to the podcast. Yeah, like, he gonna beat this, your ass. this episode tally is just running up. How many people gonna beat my ass? But I'm telling you, Soldier Boy was the first of everything. Soldier Boy had the shoes. He had the yums. That every uh-huh. that they yeah. sold them shits in, in finish line. I remember. I never wanted a pair, but I was like, damn, this nigga got his own shoe. Mm-hmm. This nigga was online, the first YouTube uh, rapper. Yeah, to he like, was. Listen, okay. you know how many ringtones he sold? Yeah, like, like yeah. When yeah, ringtones, when ringtones cost like, kiss me through the phone, two ninety nine. On those MTV commercials where you'd yeah. be like, Texas number. And yeah, no, I would, the... I'd watch the show on the uh, uh, the BT commercials after Cedar's World, and mm-hmm. be like, text two four 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 for Ja Rules, put it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Call the ringtone. So are you yeah. saying? All right. So are we saying that he inspired just a a, a, a hip hop culture, or because I'm talking about flow and. Like actual rap style. Which... No, nah, you can't. Well, no. Okay. No. All right. All right. Then I'll give you that. I can give you that. Then. I, I yeah. I do I think that he that. is very significant to the culture in a way that we don't usually. But you got to think about it. For. He's been he's been in the game for like ten years plus for over a yeah. decade, right? He came in when he was like I want to say what sixteen. Was he not? Yeah, I think he was very young. Because I, I was crank that I was, came out. He was very. Young. I was a sophomore in college when crank that was popping. Yeah. And I'm obviously I'm older than Soldier Boy, but he's been in the game for over ten years. He's fucking uh, uh, reestablished himself like seven different times. You know what I'm saying? Like, what other rapper? What other rapper has been in the game? But how successfully would you say he's reestablished himself? Define successful. We well, talking on him right now. 
Yeah, we're talking about him, but we're kind of making fun. Like I'm, I'm making. I'm not fun. making fun of Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, don't beat my ass. I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> don't come, don't come for me. Like because I, all I, right, you. I, I think like what bothered me about that interview a little bit was just how cocksure he was in himself of being like, yeah, I'm the best in the game. Like name somebody who had a better comeback than me last year. Name somebody. I mean, exactly. I mean, ain't nobody else tried. Nobody he didn't else try to have thing, a comeback he, from his like thing, he didn't try. Like what what blew up was him. He was on what uh Instagram Live and he was he was like the whole Tiger situation. Yeah. Like there, there's no publicist, there's no marketing campaign That's that could have like fucking like thought of that shit. Yeah. It, it that like ground roots and organically just blown up that way. Like right. you no you even if you tried, you couldn't concoct that. And like the fact that, you know, he in in essence, like spoke that shit into existence. It was like, yo, I got the, I have the biggest comeback in 2019, whatever, whatever. Uh, I follow Soldier Boy on Instagram. His Instagram is fucking lit. Uh, he's the only rapper. It's out of control. He's the only rapper with a million dollar mansion with no furniture. And <laughs> 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 it's not, it is not furnished. It's just video games and just uh, his homeboys is chilling. It's insane. That makes uh, sense. <laughs> that makes sense. It's insane. Um, but no, like, he, I mean, yeah, I, he. Him, he he has the biggest comeback of 2019. Him and I will, you know, I'm gonna say this right now. Tiger probably has a big a big comeback right now as well too. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I feel like Tiger's songs definitely did way better than Soldier Boy's songs last year did. Uh, well, yeah, Soldier Boy didn't put out no songs last year. So there you go. <laughs> Wasn't he like on features and stuff like that? Soldier Boy. Yeah. Because uh, wasn't he trying to say like my mute like th- when he was talking about it, he was trying to say that his track did better than Tiger's track. And then they were trying to look it up factually on the here's, pod. Here's the thing, man. As far as the comeback or on goes, the show. like, yeah, Soldier Boy became relevant again to a mainstream uh, audience. But if I'm talking about a comeback, it's hard for me to say you've had a comeback if you ain't even released nothing that's close to what you hit with. Like, he ain't released nothing that's close to that. To Cut that check. What are you talking about? That ain't close. <laughs> that ain't close. I mean, yeah, like we may know it, but like Superman and Crank, all oh, that shit was fucking huge, dude. Yeah, yeah. like he hasn't dropped a hit. Like he hasn't dropped a hit. Phone, but you don't need a hit. Since. Like, like he's. Been, do you, what do you mean you don't need a hit? He's to been, make a comeback. He's been. Yes, been you in, do? No, he's been. He's been independent. Then, you, then he ain't never went nowhere. Then. Uh, you, you must not have played the Soldier Boy game on uh, the iPhone. No, I have not. I have DJ Dan, stop texting me the Soldier Boy game, man. <laughs> DJ, yeah, DJ Dan is just sending me uh, uh, screenshots of the Soldier Boy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I mean, look, listen, I ain't here to shit on Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy gave us one of the most memorable interviews of 2018. What was that? 2019. That was that, that was, was like two weeks ago. That was 2019. Was <laughs> that shit's going. That interview was two weeks like ago. Like when we have Lacey on, because it was that week. Yeah, it was. That was like two weeks ago. It was not two weeks ago. It was definitely not in February. Uh, I I think it. I don't know. Fuck it. But anyway, he's come back, man. I hope I hope he actually releases some tracks that hit. Here's the thing. I think Soulja Boy and I. I don't listen to Soulja Boy. Religiously, um, but from the music that I have heard, his style is like the kids today, basically. Like I think right. he's gotten better rapping wise. But like if if Soldier Boy were to come out today in the mix with like little Uzis and like the, all those, he would hit more. all the little lils. I think I will not say he'd hit more, but I I'd say people would like fuck with him like as like a a, a, a really good artist. 
Right. Uh, it came out that that interview was the 16th, so about a month ago. Came out a month ago. Uh, yeah, I feel that because here's the thing: when when that when that shit came out, like Lean with Me, Rock with Me was popular, Crank that, all that shit was hot, and then and then that's when like Jay came back, Drake hit, Graduation came out in that year. <clears throat> Around that time, like hell that year no. or two frame, that year or two frame. Dr- hell no, Drake came like later, later after that. Drake came out like two thousand nine, eight, two thousand. Crank that was two thousand seven. Yeah, Drake so came out around two thousand nine. Album or like when he was like butt popping. Best, let's look at best I ever had. Let's just look at that single. Best I ever had came out later. That's the single. Let's just look at when that came out. I don't know. That came man. out later because like he had dropped he had dropped those mixtapes. Comeback season. Yeah, comeback season, and then he had, he had dropped the other Lee one. Single off of that was congratulations. Yeah. Came out two thousand nine, so it yeah, did. that's within a a couple year frame. Like I said, yeah, but two years is a big time for hip hop. Right, right, right. But I'm saying that Soldier Boy hit around two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That's when Jay made his comeback. That's when graduation, but like and a, then Kid that, Cudi was. That's when Kid Cudi. So like popping, the yeah. it shifted real fucking yeah. quick from from what made Soldier Boy popular. Fifty Cent too was like he came out with Curtis. Yeah, around yeah, that time. yeah, yeah, he did. And I also think that like dance videos were huge at that time, right? Like you had like Crank That, you had like the jerks, the oh, yeah. jerk movement and all that Part stuff. Of, like a rock star. Yeah. And then you have like Jay Z drop a song where he's just basically calling all that shit whack. Yeah. And like, you he's know, like, being you got like, two months to get your shit together. That was yeah. later. Good luck. That was far that was later. That was later. Uh Death of Autotune? Uh, around that around that time he had dropped uh American Gangster. Yeah, and, you're then, right. and then Death of Autotune was like much later. I know because I used to intern at <laughs> uh, Interscope Records, and I. But with his comeback, happened. with Jay's comeback with uh, Kingdom Come, it, that was 06. So that was kind of like right mm. before. Yeah, I don't know shit. if we're gonna sit here and call Kingdom Come a comeback. That was a comeback. That's a terrible album. Well, no, that's not a terrible. I don't know. It's not a terrible. It's not album. terrible. Uh, maybe on his list, it's not high up there. But there are some songs that I could have done without, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it terrible. There's a few songs on that album that hit hard. Uh, but I mean, comeback purely from his retirement, not like he fell off and came back because he didn't really fall off. No, he retired. Uh, he retired and then he came back with a new album three years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean by his comeback. Uh, anyway, let's properly introduce the homie, Ishmael Saheed. Uh, what's up, man? Thanks what's for up? doing this. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Me. Got the dope-ass tracksuit on. You know what I'm saying? I like to look yeah, fresh. You know yeah, yeah. For those of you, uh, who can't see this because we are not filming. We're not. Uh, I <laughs> are have, you upset? I have, well, you know what? It's 2019. Maybe you should be filming <laughs> this podcast. I mean, listen, uh, man. <laughs> Our producer is in the room. Talk to her. Hey, Sophie. Can we can we start filming this? That's between you three. <laughs> I am only a guest, uh, but it it is a black, white, and red Nike track mm-hmm. suit. I just watched uh, Unbanned. What's that? Yesterday. Uh, it's a Hulu documentary about the uh, the AJ ones. Oh, I I I scrolled past that. I did yeah, not click yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, I I scrolled past and I was like, <laughs> this seems interesting. I'll watch it later, mm-hmm. like a, another day. And I was like, I ain't got nothing to do for the next hour and a half. I'll mm-hmm. just watch it now. It's pretty dope, man. Really? It's pretty dope. But I remember this tracksuit specifically in it because like oh, this. Real? Oh yeah, dude. This I mean, it's dope. It's come back. But watching that was like, man, so much shit has come back. That's crazy. Like Thirty years ago. That's how uh, that's how fashion is. It, it is. Yeah, it's just recycles. Yeah. It's dope though. Yeah. It's dope. Uh we just had an episode a couple 
days ago that I feel like would have been perfect for you since you are actually a representative of this network. Uh, we did a black, <laughs> not a BT, <laughs> uh, of Nickelodeon. Are you a representative of BT? Uh, I mean, it's under the Viacom umbrella. That's true. Okay. That's true. They're both Viacom. Ooh. That is true. I was gonna say they're both. Look at those talking points. That, look at those talking those points. Media, those media, those media training talking points. <laughs> <laughs> you know Do they media train you nah, at Nickelodeon? Nah, 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 uh, nah. How much crossover is nah. there between Nickelodeon and BET? <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Uh, they might actually air your there, there show. Is a, there is an episode where Cedar's Cedar from Cedar's World. Uh, uh, makes an appearance on my show. Really? Yeah, nah, nah, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Big Tigger. Yeah, he comes big, on for a couple yeah, episodes. Yeah, Big Tigger comes on. Hits from the street. We, free, we freestyle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah, dude, we did a Black Double Dare episode oh, a word? couple of days ago, which was pretty dope, pretty fun. But uh, but you are on a hit Nick show right now called Cousins for Life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Cousins for Life. Cousins the for biggest life. TV show in America. <laughs> Uh, right behind in the house. Uh, Is Ella, in the house Ella still on? <laughs> <laughs> TV went off for 14 years and came back uh, with yeah, Cousins yeah. for Life. They lost the yeah. Nielsen ratings. Yeah. 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 Oh, we can't find, oh, we found them. Number one is in the house and number two is uh, Cousins for Life. Hey, listen. That's, that's, how, that's, how, that's how Hollywood works, baby. That's how it yeah, works. Baby, that's how shit. it works. I'm going to say, dude, this is, 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 we don't have a timer, so one of you guys are going to have to let us know when we're close. Uh, <laughs> it is, because I've watched a couple episodes of it. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah, 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 I watch. Uh, I always watch. I never I talk have, about it, but I've, I always watch. I've only seen one episode. I mean, I, that makes sense. I, don't I have, wouldn't watch it. Bro, Nickelodeon, no, listen, li- I, no, I would Nickelodeon watch is it. listening right now. They're going to beat you. No, 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 no. No, no, listen, listen. You don't I, have Nickelodeon. I don't have cable. Yeah. And I the, the only episode, well, I've seen episodes online. But uh, we were doing uh, white women. We were in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. And we were in the hotel, and it came on, and I was like, "Oh, that's tight. I'm on TV." That's and that's when like it really hit me. Like, all it doesn't even to this day it hasn't even hit me. Like right. I just live my life as like. Whatever. A normal person. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, but, you, but you be up here at these Kid Choice Awards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I be standing at the You been slimed, my nigga? You been slimed? Huh? Have you nah, been slimed? Nah, 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 nah. I haven't been slimed. I haven't been slimed. That's, like, that's got to be like a rite of passage, man. <laughs> I haven't been slimed. I went, uh, last, I went last year, though. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. You was, can go again this year. I mean, cool. this year you're going to be even bigger. It was Because well, last year when you went, you guys hadn't even started filming yet. Uh, you had just no. got booked. Yeah. Role, it, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it 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 had, or it had just, just started filming. No, it just got picked up. Oh, just damn! Got, so like it was just theoretical at that point. So we shot the pilot, and then they were like, "Yeah, we want to pick it up," but we didn't, we did, we we weren't shooting the episodes yet. So gotcha. like wow. they, they were like getting us in the fold, getting us acclimated to like the whole, you know, Nickelodeon, you know, treatment or, or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah, we had went. I think so it's dope, I, man. I want to ask you about. What the Kid Choice Award was like, but I'm gonna ask you. Wait, wait, yeah, I want, yeah, I want. What, what is your thoughts? On, <laughs> what is my thoughts? On the, on All right, the, on before the, we go on to the break. hit, on the hit, on the uh, hit show, Cousins for Life. Yeah, before we go to the TV show, Cousins for Life, uh, right uh, after uh, in the house. <laughs> right after in the house. My thoughts are: first of all, like I think it's dope that you're on it. I don't want to hear funny. any slander. I'm about to slander, and no, I'm not. Uh, but one thing that I love, one thing that I love about just acting in general is seeing people who you know are completely different than their oh. character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh, and, dude, yeah. you are yeah. quite possibly at the complete opposite end of <laughs> <Yeah>. the spectrum <laughs> from your character on that show. What is he? What is he? Uh, dude, like, 
I mean, can, uh, can you hop into it real quick, Ish? Let me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it's easy. Like even your voice is different on the show. Like you got, you got. It, yeah. It's dope. But I love it. It's because you got to understand, like, because it's 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 a kid show, right? right? So you have to you have to like be animated. You have to be you have to be big, but not right. big like crazy big. Like still grounded, but you have to like give that broad range of emotion. And I'm I'm also play like. I'm like the fun dad opposite my co-star Ron G, who's mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like the Danny Tanner of the bunch. He's mm-hmm. more strict and more stern and whatever, whatever. And I'm more, you know, loose, you're the Uncle carefree. Joey. Yeah, I'm the Uncle. Jo- I'm the Uncle Joey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is uh, the complete opposite of who I am in real life, which I think made it easier for me to just That's... like, you know, go there. In yeah. A sense. That makes sense because you're one of the most disciplined person people that I know. What do you mean by discipline? Like, you just, like, when you come into something, like, we used to be in that group together, uh, what was it called, the Colin Kaepernick's? And oh, you would come yeah. in, you would focus, you would do work, and then you would, like, go, and you'd be like, all right, I got I to gotta leave. Like, I didn't see you as someone who would, like, goof around and stuff like that. Like, because remember, a lot of people would be, like, talking and oh, yeah. being disruptive, and you were like, nah, I'm here for a purpose, I want to do this, and I want to. I mean, I'm I'm just a chill person in general. Like, yeah. it, you, you making it seem like this was, like, you know. A four one class <laughs> at, at, like, pr- at like Princeton, where like, I, I came, I came in there to get my comedy, my comedy notes. <laughs> uh, you, nah, had a, you had the book with you. Yeah, you I had the, I had the, you had the manual. I had the UCB manual, <laughs> <laughs> the, the forty page UCB manual. Uh, no, I was, I'm just like a chill person in, in general. Like, yeah, yeah. Like most, it's crazy because most, most people when they meet me, they're like, oh. And I hear this from like you know, uh, P- uh, Carl and everybody, everybody in my group, the white women. They're like, yeah, so and so, they thought you were uh, just a mean person. Like they were just afraid to come talk to you. I'm just like, shit is for, black. For what? Yeah. Like just because like I don't say shit don't mean like I'm a mean person. If I don't fuck with you, then I don't fuck with you. But like you know, like that's just who I am, and that's just my mannerism in general. Right. Like, I'm just like laid back. I'm not. I'm not like out there. I'm not. I'm not iffy. Like I'm not in your face. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. You won't pick. You won't hug somebody and pick them up. Nah. Like that. Nah. <laughs> uh, or fake just, punch them. Yeah. Or like ten Carl. minutes. Carl <laughs> and iffy do that yeah. shit to me. Um. Uh, <laughs> not 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 saying that's that's bad. Like that's no, their, right. that's their, that's that's their personality. Yeah. I'm just you know I'm just super like. You know, it's low key. But I'm I'm with your keys on that. Where I hate that you get uh, uh, labeled as like mean or anything like that. Because if you were a white person, then they would be like, he's just about his work. Yeah. He's just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's like the whole like OBJ listen, versus Tom Brady. Thing. I am the most non-threatening looking person. <laughs> you, I have glasses. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I I am clean. Well, I'm not clean cut today, but I look very non-threatening. Yeah. I guess I just have a resting bitch face. I just think that I like. Think so. I think just like people have this idea of black people just being jovial and shit all the time, and if you're not mm. that immediately, they then like you're angry black then you're person. angry. Like those are the only two ways they can understand us. But me, like even like going about my day to day, like it's like <laughs> I'm not just walking around. Just, I'm happy, but I'm not just walking around just like, hey guys, what's going on? It's, it's right. like you know what I'm saying. Like it just it, like it feels like work trying to even put that on, trying yeah. to like, force like. A lot of times it is because you feel like I mean. Like we we all I mean we talk about this too much but you know we all inhabit inhabit white spaces so like you feel the pressure to make others comfortable with your presence 100%. all the fucking time 100%. until you don't and then when you don't and that and which is a beautiful feeling 
where you'd be like, nah, man, I'm just who the fuck I am in this yeah. room, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because uh, I'm very similar. I'm a very quiet person. Like, I was, like, on this pod the other day, and, like, I had just shown up. I don't, I didn't know the two people hosting it very well. Well, I knew one of the hosts, but I didn't know the other person, so, like, she was, like, talking and, like, being a lot, and I was like, oh, yeah, and I was answering, like, you know, very quickly, because, like, I had just been waiting, and then she went, at the end of it, she was like, you know, I thought that you hated us the whole time, and I was like, no, I didn't hate you, I was just... Yeah. I just got here, and right. I'm like, you know, like it takes me a little bit to like warm up. Yeah, it takes and get me to who I am. It takes me a while to warm up to people, like, because I have trust issues ever since I was young. Well, we'll talk about those trust issues <laughs> <laughs> in detail right after the break. We'll be back. Hey. That that was that's so how we came back. <laughs> that's so unnecessary. Yeah. That's that's so ridiculous, Jaquise. <laughs> I gotta say, I bet Jaquise, we did I just surprised so many people listening. You surprised you have a, right now? I thought I was gonna hear music. Like <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Craft Singles. Da, 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 oh, you you would hear the ads? I thought I was gonna hear you the ads. <laughs> Dude, you know how dope that would be That'd if be we very, actually had to. And we, we had, had, to, had, to, had ads. to be quiet too. Like we yeah. couldn't say shit. Like if we're trying to talk about. <laughs> oh man, Casper got their ad going. I want to call something out. I want to call out that Jaquez has a very jovial attitude right now, and I want to I want to take a, a guess as to why, because I want to shout this man out, Jaquez. My niggas are on mod now. Oh, Congratulations yeah, yeah, yeah. to Jaquez on mod back on the UCB main stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching uh, SNL the other day with uh, Cody Ziegler and Matt Apodaca, and I said, if they don't use Jaquees the way that they use Keenan Thompson on SNL, <laughs> what a waste, bro. Like, you got to be hosting game shows every sketch. It would be sketch. very fun. <laughs> every sketch, you got to host a game show. Game show or be a preacher. Yeah. <laughs> or be just, like, or a, just be a, a black a person. Black person. <laughs> <laughs> like, the way they're, yeah. like, they're like, oh, we need a sports announcer. It's yeah. got to be Keenan. <laughs> I, <laughs> or, I wouldn't mind Harvey. that. Yeah, it would be Harvey. It would be fun, man. Nah, man, this has been, this has been a crazy month, man, for me. Uh, would you want to go, like, if... If you if if they gave you the part to be on SNL, would you want to do that? This might be Keenan's last season because he has that NBC part. No, it is. Yeah, last he said and it's his last. Well, then, last boom, and then also the- he uh, is doing all that again, which is dope. Yeah, he's executive producer. Yeah, he's executive. He's executive producing all that on uh, the Family Network and Nickelodeon under the <laughs> under the Viacom umbrella. <laughs> which which will only be second to Nigga, is Viacom give, I mean they are giving you checks but are, is Viacom giving you checks to talk about <laughs> hey man I just bought a Tesla so uh, I don't know he need that money I need I need I need I need that need money, that money. <laughs> uh, yeah dude I would I mean I, I did not buy a Tesla I'm just joking who would turn I, I don't know who would fucking turn down SNL I would I mean I would as well I would, would, I would as well to be an actor on it I would I to would. be an actor well that's because you're primarily a writer and I just know that like what would ha- I would have? I would not. I don't think I would have a good experience because of who I, the type of actor that I am. I feel you. Unless they gave me weekend update, that's the okay. only oh, way I would do it. I would have, I would have fun on SNL, but I, and this is not to slander SNL or anybody that's on there. Like I, would not want to like do sketch, like I'm, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel you. I mean, I whose phone is that? Is that you? Uh, I feel like I. It's all I mean, good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all my Tinder. Uh, the only person, my, t- my Tinder dates. My phone is blowing up. My the only person who was mad dates. was DJ Dan. He was like, first they don't let me talk about Joe Rogan, and then they got their phone going up. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, SNL. I feel like would never be on my radar because it's something that I don't like. I would never audition for. I would never actually go. Down Why not? That lane. But you don't know that. Why not? 
now that you're on mod, you 100% could. I, I could. You 100% yeah. could be we'll the see. person that they submit to that showcase. And also, Jaquise, you would eat there. Like, that's like, I that's feel true. like that's so up your alley. It's that's live true. theater. That's true. We'll see. We'll mm. see. Things are changing. Things are changing. But, uh. I bet you they got a bomb ass crafty. I bet, you SNL, I, I, bet you, I bet you SNL got all the fucking snacks. That's how I base everything. They got all what you think the they snacks. got? What you think they got at the Well, yo, what's the best crafty you've ever had, man? Because like I had, that I've Gus, had two. That Gus Van Sant movie was pretty dope. Was bro. it pretty dope? Oh man, like, it was like some gourmet Italian food, and like, yeah, I was like, this is great. And I was like, man, I kind of wish I had more lines. I've had, <laughs> so I've had more. Yeah. I've had good crafty, but like it, like because you can only eat so much. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I've had good crafty. I, I did a, a, a Apple commercial and like I literally the their breakfast was. I bomb. remember that commercial. Yes, my line was, "Word." Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's, that's the only thing I said. That was a quick only, what 10, 15 grand for that shit. Ooh, that was more than that. <laughs> yeah. that was more than that. But no, like they. Nigga, were... I'm, wa- I'm waiting for some news right now, boy. <laughs> I'm waiting for some news right I, now, nigga. nigga you, you telling me that's why I've been on my phone? Yeah, bro. Saying? I'm waiting for some news right now. You know, nigga oh, may it. not be here tomorrow. What, what, what commercial? <laughs> what commercial you doing? We, we'll, 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 okay. I'll, I'll text you if right. things okay. happen. Okay. I'll text you if things happen. Okay. Well, you might not be here tomorrow. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but I'm anyway, yeah, dude. Jansport Jackies with a Jansport do, doing a Jansport commercial. It's not Jansport no more. What is it now? It's Herschel. They changed oh. Jansport. No, like that's the backpack that everyone's oh, okay. wearing now. It's okay. Herschel's. I don't know. Those backpacks are trash. You don't like them? I'm going. I'm. I'm going to go on record and say Herschel backpacks do not last. They lose. They don't their, last. They lose their shape after like fucking like three months. Mm-hmm. And like I, because I had a Herschel backpack. I had like a camouflage backpack. And it started losing shape. It started to get dirty. I put it in the wash. I washed it, and this shit just fell apart. Damn. It was a trash backpack. And it, uh, but then don't you think that's always true of like those like very hype things? Is like they're just hype, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the quality is always good. Or maybe that's something that my mom would always tell me to make me feel better Herschel was about hype. not getting me Jordans. Herschel <laughs> is like when I see, I mean, like uh, uh, UCB right is like right next to a school, and when I see all those kids walk past, they're all rocking Herschel backpacks oh, and stuff like that. Like it's yeah. the new. Backpack. I mean, Herschel backpacks are like when you look at what everyone out here amongst our communities wearing. It's all Herschel backpacks. What school? You need to go to a different white huh? community. What school? Uh, it's over on uh uh. You go down Fountain. There's a school right there near Sunset. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Not to cut us off. Uh, there's also a school on um. What? There's also a school on Carlton Way right next to it. Remember that apartment building I used to live at yeah. with Kings and Cali? That's right. Right across from it is right. also a school. That's right. Look, it's speaking of school, school next to Franklin. Speaking of school, I, let's get let's I get into not the be show. Talk about how I know where all these schools are. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to change the subject. <laughs> hey, yo, but it's also a school. Uh... <laughs> it's also a school that it's I also... know about. That's on Fifth Avenue. And uh, how's it been, man? How's it been? How's it been filming? Not only just a show on Nickelodeon, which. Has always been a dream of mine. So, really? dude, oh, I mean, I grew up on Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not a dream of mine. It's like, yo, <clears throat> this is the only thing I want. But if it were to happen, mm-hmm. it would be like, this is pretty fucking dope. Because this is yeah. the channel that essentially introduced me to yeah. wanting to be an entertainer. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's a. Uh, I think now now thinking about it, it's 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 surreal because we've all grew up on Nickelodeon. We've all watched Nickelodeon for the past decade or. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So, I don't know. Just being on it, like it, like I said, it, like it hasn't, it ha- it hasn't hit me. Mm-hmm. It hasn't hit me at all. But I mean, it's super dope. It's a, uh, um, 
It's multicam, so yeah. We uh, are you in front of a live studio audience? No, no, no. we are not. Uh, okay. Hopefully, second season we're going to get. Oh, dope! Yeah, Ooh, um, but no, it, it's super dope. Like it's like literally like putting on a play. You know, right? Like, you or I guess we we go in there, we rehearse for like three days, and then we shoot for the for we shoot Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's crazy because like I literally <laughs> I t- I tell I, t- I tell the story to people who ask me like I literally I turned it down when I got the audition because it was super different from when I got it. It was for like an older an older guy, got and it. during that time I was like, you know what, I'm not I'm not trying to go in for this. Like I'm not I don't want to waste my time because right. you know, you've gone to auditions, you've oh, yeah, you've been like, I'm like, not getting this shit. This ain't me. Like yeah. why they're just seeing people. They yeah, don't even know they, what's going on. Yeah, especially you know when I mean? you go in and it's just like such a wide array of people where yeah. you're just like because sometimes you go in it's like at least it's actors that are kind of your type, but you yeah. go in it'll be like a 12 year old and it'll be like yeah. a 50 year old. You'll be like y'all just throwing shit yeah. at the wall. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. Like I I went in. I was like I'm not gonna go in for this. And my manager and agent they're like just. You know, just do it. Just you, you never know. You never yeah. know. Just go in and do it. I'm like, all right, whatever. I went in there, wasn't off book because I knew I wasn't gonna get it because it wasn't for me. Went into the audition, wasn't off book like I said. Left. I was like, all right, I didn't get it. Whatever, whatever. That's and then, insane. And then they called my they called my agent. They're like, yeah, uh, can Ishmael come in for a callback? And I was like, what? Because yeah, <laughs> like, I was I was just improving. Like I I wasn't off book at all. Do you think that that puts you in a state of comfort? Because like you know like sometimes when you want something too bad, you like kind of like like almost like if you're like on a date and the, and the girl's yeah. just like man this nigga wants to fuck too bad and she's not well, interested. That it, it that I always go into now I do that because like especially if I have to go in for like a commercial like I don't care. Yeah. Like I just don't care. And half of the commercials that I've booked. Where the commercials were, I was like, I don't even want to be here. Like, yeah, what, the, yeah. what are we doing? Like, yeah. I don't want to be here. Because you put, you take all that pressure off yourself. You take yeah, all you the take pressure all the, off yourself. Yeah. I mean, dude, the first ever commercial I booked, there was that same exact story. I, you know, I was auditioning and shit like that, and then this commercial came across, and it was one of the rare commercials where, for whatever reason, they and this was a while ago, but for whatever reason, they actually sent like the storyboard. With the audition. Oh, her? Yeah, because in Chicago, you you used to get your sides the day before. Uh, it was none of this L.A. shit where you get, like, two fucking pages of sides when you walk in the fucking room. For, for a commercial? Uh, that's what it usually happens. Oh, I don't even me. read the sides. Uh, well, if, I I mean. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I delete that shit. Like, I, yeah. I remember one time. Well, I don't get them anymore. I don't get that shit. I, I don't get them. I went in for a commercial, and it was, like, two things, two pages of sides, three pages of sides. I remember this one dude, he was like, yeah, so do you want to go over this before we go in? I'm just like, no. Yeah. Get away from me. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to like go over like these words that aren't going to be the same when we go in there. Absolutely. Yeah. They'll, they'll have yeah. it on that uh, big they'll letter board. They'll have it on the big letter board. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I went in and it was for a white skater dude. I'm, and I was I had a fever. I was like, I don't want to go to this shit. I'm not uh, about to book a, this you shit. You had a, a Jordan Fever game? I had a Jordan Fever game, you put dude. put towel on your head? Yeah, man. I had like a 101 degree fucking fever. I remember it vividly, man. I was sick as shit. And I went in. I thought I bombed. And I went back. And I got a call back, surprisingly. And I booked the commercial. And I booked the commercial. And they changed the entire storyboard to my likeness from my first of audition. Course. And I was like, this is wild as shit. And that's that taught they, me then. That's like, what they did for me. That, yeah. That's exactly what they did for on Cousins. Because, like, literally, when I went, because I, it was like, what, four auditions that, that I had to do, four or five auditions. And 
the third time, like I was like, all right, I'm gonna maybe I should memorize this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, let me stop playing around. But like I went in there, but there I guess they were still trying to like figure out what they wanted. So when I went in there, it was still like they had an older guy and they had who now is my co-star Ron. They had him go in, and we all read the same part. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, they're still trying to figure this out. And then they they uh, uh, whittled it down to like me and Ron, and we we're still going in for the same part. And then when we went in there, like, he was killing it. Like, he went to the room. Like, I heard, I heard laughs. Because you know how you go in the audition room mm-hmm. and you're laughing. You're like, damn, I ain't get this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why they laughing his joke? And they laughing. And they keep him in there for, like, hell yeah, long. Yeah, they keep hella like, long. Yeah, like, like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I go in there. Like, I do the same thing. But, like, me and him have completely different energy. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, like, we're both funny. Like, we're both, like. But is he more like the iffy type of, like. Uh, a little bit no, more. No, he's because he's a he's a he's a stand up comedian. Oh, so okay, he, yeah. he he has a his energy is like completely different. Like yeah. like I don't even know how to describe it, but like we have two com- completely we're very different. So I go in there, I do my thing, I did the same thing that I did in my last audition. Like I improv a little bit, whatever, whatever. And then they're like, Oh yeah, we okay, that's that's good. Uh <laughs> we just go go outside for a bit and we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Oh, I can't imagine what you were so feeling. I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna yeah, I didn't get this shit. Like, yeah, because like I went in there for like like three minutes. I did it. It's, it they seemed like they liked it, but and it's so funny up. how you went from I don't want this shit to now. Now when it's there, Damn, I get no, because like, <laughs> no, but it's real. It's yeah, real. It's like, real. At they were hyping me up. They're hey, this is gonna be the next big thing. Da da da. My agents was hyping me up, and now like because I'm in, I invested time and right. effort in, yeah. into this, so I'm like okay, like and I do that with all my auditions. Like if I'm if I'm gonna do it, then like. Especially if I got like coaching for the shit, like I'm gonna like feel a certain type of way because you've you've invested, you know, Absolutely. your time in it. But I went in there, so they 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 take me out. They they bring him back in like three other times, like three different times. I'm like, damn, he got this shit. And then also like we, because we had to do a um, uh, uh, chemistry read with the kids, so they still hadn't had to figure out who the kids were. And all these kids were like these <laughs> mixed multiracial kids. Like, we had an Asian <laughs> kid, we had white kids. I'm like. I definitely didn't get this because like none of these kids look like me. I'm right. like the right. <laughs> I'm like the darkest of the bunch, right? <laughs> and so I leave there, like I knew I didn't get it, whatever, whatever. And they call me back. They're like, Yeah, we love what you did, but they they casted the 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 dad to Ron already, so you're not gonna get that. I was like, All right. But they like what you did so much that they want you to read for the other part. Because essentially the role was brother and sister. So they wanted me to read for the other part, the sister part, right? And they chubbed that stuff. And they called me in for that. So I go in the next day. I'm like, oh, cool, I got this. Whatever, whatever. I go into I go into the audition. It's it's nothing but women in there. I'm just like, hold on for a second. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Like I thought I thought y'all said like you oh wrote like God. this is mine. Like y'all wrote this for me. <laughs> I said that in my mind. How do you mind. even compete against that? Yeah, it's like oh, so now <laughs> you just tough, dude. How do you even ga- compete against that? It's gassing me. I was hot. I was like, oh man, like <laughs> I thought I had this. And so like I'm in there with like nothing but women. I'm like, all right, whatever. Do I, you want to go over this part, Ishmael? <laughs> no, no, because we we reading for the same role, right? We reading for the same role, and so like you know, I go in there, you know, I I just improv, I do what I do what I do best, you know what I'm saying? Be funny. So I go in there, I do my thing, and I'm like, all right, they definitely they gassing me up. They don't, you know, they didn't want to book me for this, whatever, whatever. And then the next day, I got a call back. They're like, yeah, we like you so much. They liked you so much. They want to give you the role. They they're gonna rewrite it for you, whatever, whatever. I was like, oh. Cool. So, That's dope. Dude. Yeah. That reminds so me of uh, something that Echo said at this uh, this panel that me and Amal went to. Like, 
fair early on at UCB where he said, and I don't know if Echo was gassing himself up a little bit, but he was like, I don't read the, I don't read these slides or sides until I get to the audition room because I know that oh, if that's I, bold because he, he says when I read them, I feel myself trying to be what they want me to be oh. versus my intention is to go and say, here's how I can be for your part that you haven't even thought of. But he doesn't read the sides. That's what this nigga said. Now again, that part I discard. I'm like, like he doesn't tra- memorize. He's that's what not- he said. That, but nah. I'm, I discard that part. I'm like, all right. But I understand what he was talking about about being like. Sometimes you go in there, like especially with like roles I'll read, and they want like a big energy type person, and I can feel myself forcing myself to be that. Mm-hmm. And then I go in there, and they look at me, and they go, "That's not you." And I can also be like, "That's definitely not me." Mm-hmm. When he was saying, "Go in there and be you, and show them why." You are right for the part in a way that they hadn't even realized yet. And I feel like that's what you did in that room where they were mm-hmm. just like, in their head, it's like, oh, no, it's going to be a woman and stuff like that. But you read it in such a way where they're just like, nah, it could be this dude. Like, you introduced him to something they hadn't even thought yeah. of. Yet. That wasn't even intentional because I, I, like, from the jump, I was like, this is this, is, this ain't me. Yeah. I, like, I'm not this person. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to do it because that's the, that's the best way you can go about it. Like, yeah. if you do it your like, you're either going to get it or you're not going to get it. Yeah. So if you go in there and do it your way, like, the chances of you getting it and not getting it are still going to be the same, same but you're exactly. still going to feel good because you're like, okay, I did it how I wanted you to do it. You didn't pimp yourself out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, like, you know, like, it's, yeah, that's that's dope, dude. Because I definitely have a manager that, like, not to not to poo-poo her, but she kind of just throws me into, like, what, like, if it says black, I'm going to I'm gonna go out for that part in her eyes. And that can get me into some things where I'm just like, this is not me at all. And I always hate myself whenever I... Pit myself out and go, <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? Like, you know, and I'm like, this is. But wait, does it, so it says black, but you you don't necessarily have to, like, you know. The part, like, the way that the part is written, like, I went out for this, uh, this, um, this, like, not, not, like, gay best friend, gay black best friend, but definitely very flamboyant and, mm-hmm. like. And that's so not me. Like, I'm not that person at all. Is and that I, what it said? Like, flamboyant. Yeah, like, it was like, flamboyant, be loud, be gotcha. this. And I went in and I did it like that. And they were just like, because, I mean, they kind of like, everyone's watching you. So, like, they saw me in the lobby. Yeah. And they saw me be my somber self. And they saw me go in the room and turn that on and do that. And they were like, But sometimes, sometimes the roles call for that. Like, True. I don't think, I don't think, uh, what's the what's old boy name from uh, Kimmy Schmidt? Um, Titus. 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 I don't think. That, I don't think that show or his, that character would be as funny if it was just like a regular gay but, person. But that's what I'm saying. Titus, they wrote that part for Titus. That's mm. why the character's name is Titus because oh. he went in to be a part in um in Thirty Rock. If you watch Thirty Rock again, he's in it in this this fake show within the show called Queen of Jordan, mm-hmm. or it's about uh it's like one of those like uh, uh like hip hop wives. Oh gosh, based off of a uh, uh, jo- uh, 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 what's Tracy Morgan's character's uh, wife. Mm-hmm. And he was in it, and he was so funny in it where they were just like, dang. When Tina Fey was like, on my next show, I'm going gotcha. to write a part just for this nigga because of how it. he did it. Yeah. And that's just himself being himself in that. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like sometimes I'll go into an audition and I'll work so hard not to be Edgar where I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm like, sometimes I should just go in. I mean, even though acting's not what I want to do, but still, to make it worth my while, go in and be like, here is what I can bring to the table yeah. as myself. I mean, that's all you can do, like – I don't know. I think you just have to have that confidence because I remember, like, even first starting out, I used to be so eager to, like, you know, I would go in for anything. I, you know, whatever role they would throw, it, I'd get. I'd go in for that, and yeah. I tried to play that that specific role down to the T instead of having, you know, uh, using my creativity to be like, okay, I know this is, I know this is what they want, but let me try to give them what I think this is. 
I'll still like give them what they want, but then I'll infuse what I think it is, or yeah. I'll do two takes. I'll do the take that you know says on the breakdown, and then I'll be like, okay, um, so I'm gonna do it this way, but I also have another version that I want to do. Mm. But if I do that, and then like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever, and then I'll do it that way. So I'll give them two options: the the option that they want and the option that I want to give them. That's sense. very good because then that shows them that you put some thought into it. Well, I mean, listen, I, I, yeah, I, I always try to put, you know, my best foot forward when going into the auditions because it's been a, it's been a, I'll say this, it's been a bunch of auditions that I've gone in where I just wasn't right for the role, but I still, quote unquote, like kind of killed it. And so they still remember so they that. CD, yeah, they, the CD they bring you in. The, yeah, yeah, they're like, okay, like we really like him. This role obviously is not for you, but we like you. Like you're consistent in what, whenever you come in. So let's bring you in for more stuff, or I'll keep you in the back of my mind for something that pops up. Uh, that that's my, more your that, lane. Yeah, that's more your lane. And then, Jaquise, can you break down like what like casting directors are and stuff like that for like you know a lot of our podcast listeners aren't yeah, yeah, from yeah. Los Angeles and don't. Is this an acting understand. podcast? No, nah, no, but, it's not. But, but people, but we're getting... a lot of people do listen to us and like okay. learn about the biz, and it inspires them. But like sometimes they do get lost, being like, "What? What are they talking?" Yeah. About? So a CD or a casting director, essentially, it is the people you first. All right. So first of all, they are the people that a lot of these production companies they send the scripts to and say, "Here is the roles we need. Here's the script we have. Find us actors." Yeah. Uh, so rarely are you originally auditioning for like the nigga who wrote it or yeah, direct it. Yeah, very rarely. Or it or dep- you eventually will get there, it but to it, yeah, it depends. You and you can eventually get there, especially if you start, you know, going down the process. Of well, sometimes if your if your agent or manager has like you know like clout with clout, the person, yeah. yeah, they'll be like, yeah. okay, you you're you're just as producer's agent, yeah, right. So you just up. skip the skip the yeah, yeah. exactly. But the casting director, they they get all the actors. Uh, and they bring you in, and they do the initial audition. Uh, and what they do after that is they say, all right, these are the people who we feel had a good audition. Look at these tapes. Do you want to bring them in for a callback or a producer session or anything like that? And then it goes from there. But they are basically the go-between between you and your agent and uh, the production company and the people who are actually going to be filming what you're auditioning for. They're the middle. They're the middleman, essentially. Uh, so yeah, that's what a casting director is. Do you like? Um, do you like booking? Like uh, doing self tapes? I hate it. I hate it. I just did I a self tape. I just did a self tape this this past week. Same um, here. Was it for that di- for the, for that Zoe shit? Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what was yeah. it? Was this like a, a what? Uh, the girl's name is Rob, and yeah. you're trying to talk to her about the records. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Let me hear your take uh, on it, Jaquise. You would think self-tapes are dope because you have all the time in the world. But like, but I hate them because yeah. you have all the time in the world yeah. and you're trying to be perfect. Yeah. It's better uh, It's better if they see you in person. Just bring, Is this Because yeah. you get a better feel for that person. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll give you my take on it. Just say a couple of lines from it. I want to hear how you uh, Jesus, now I forgot all the fucking lines from it. I put that shit out of my mind immediately. Immediately. I forget uh, the words immediately. I was also stressed as fuck because I had an audition in Santa Monica that day that went uh, an hour and a half over. Uh, and you had to get it in by and 4 p.m. I had to get it in by 4 p.m. I hate that. Uh, which could turn out to be 
pretty good, but still, but still. like I, it was stressful. But yeah, it, it's just a well. Here's the thing: I don't want to. I don't want to shit on this. It's it's it was good. It was cool, but you could tell that it was originally writ written for an all white cast. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now they have changed it to an all black cast without oh, even without. And just change like a couple specific like, wow. it's like instead of oh that Green Day now is oh that Wu Tang but yeah. everything yeah. else is still, everything else is still <laughs> like, wait yeah. what what show is this? It's a new it's, show it's coming. A new on show coming out. That, I don't want to say what it is. Yeah, yeah. But like, I won't say what it is. It's, it's it is. We can tell you afterwards, or we can we can mark this. It's for uh, uh and it's attached to it. I never I never saw that movie. I didn't either. But they're making it a TV show. A now. black yeah. And not only because was the original character, and now it's gonna be her. Uh, and originally, because I read the pilot, it was set and we can do you read all of this. Do you read the pilot? Oh yeah, Let's I mark do. This. Yeah, you I, read the pilots before you. It depends. It I depends. Never read them. It depends on the actual. It depends on like when I read the side, and I'm like, there's something more here. And if there is, you want to see how that ca- what, what's right. this character actually? Yeah, because sometimes because they send them to you, you for a reason, and the size be giving you. Oh, so sorry. Uh, uh, sometimes they, I mean, and I don't read, and I don't read the whole thing. I may skip. But does it help you in your audition? It, uh, like, it depends. It helped me with this one just solely because I got to know. I I knew what their relationship was, and I know I got to know what I was actually talking about mm. when I was telling this character like, "You got to stop doing this shit." Uh, so yeah, so uh, for me, it was like, all right. There's more here than just this side, right? Yeah, the size be giving. Sometimes the size be like an argument. Yeah, and be like, and you know how, how you am have I no supposed context. to care about this argument? I have no idea what these niggas is talking about or anything what, like. What's that. your What's your pro- Do you this, you has become, this has become just like our acting lesson. What's your process like? I do love you it. Do you get coaching or do you like do it by your like try to memorize? By it yourself? depends. It depends. For uh, me, I don't do any, like I don't like acting, and maybe I'm gonna say too much, and I really hope my manager you're gonna get dropped. Listen. You're gonna get dropped. Yeah, I don't hope manager, my manager doesn't listen to this. Jamie's gonna drop you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have to name her. Didn't think I knew. Didn't think I knew. We have the same manager. Didn't think She's I not knew. dropping you. <laughs> She'll. I do feel like she may drop me soon. Jamie gonna beat your ass. <laughs> Jamie gonna beat Jamie my gonna, ass. Jamie, Joe Rogan, Soldier Boy, all gonna beat your ass. <laughs> but anyway, uh, a bunch of J's. Um, <laughs> all the J's beating the J's ass. But um, I like, I kind of like, am like, I don't want to focus on this, so I, I just do the bare minimum. I'm not even gonna front. I do That's, the bare minimum. It, that uh, then you're like wasting your time. I am, but I, I, I don't feel like I'm in a spot where I can tell her no yet. And I'm hoping that one day I can get into like. A I feel spot like you need to be as honest as possible because it's like you gotta think about it, right? Facts. We are all in a rare position yes. where we are doing things that most people are literally striving and clawing and practicing and doing whatever it takes to get in a position of a even going in for pilots, going in for auditions, or even having a a, a, a manager or agent. And I get it, you know, like once you're like you're in it, you kind of get complacent because mm-hmm. instead of it being an idea of like, oh, I want to be an actor someday, I just if I can just get an audition, it starts to become this is your job, and so it's just like regular to you, you know what I mean? But I've I'm I've I'm in a position right now where I'm just like I don't want to have another job. I don't want to have a regular job. I don't want to yeah. have a day a day job. Same. Like this is what I want to do. Same. And obviously there are there are some days where I'm just like, damn, like. You know, I kind of like take it for granted, but every time I get an audition, like I try to do my best. 
or I do do my best, and even the even the roles that I get, I'll just say no. Like I don't want to do this because I don't feel connected to this, or it I don't see my or the script isn't funny or whatever, whatever. That's you know fine. what I mean? Um, but I never I never try to go into an audition uh, half ass or like not. Well, minus the, the one, but that's that's which is the one you booked. Yeah, just the one. I booked. <laughs> just the one I booked. Maybe you take your own advice. Your yeah, take your yeah. own advice. Ish. Uh, no, but no, but I. But I like, understand what you're saying. But I, I always, I, I always do, I always do the work, like because it is time, right? You driving out there, you spending gas, like it's so much time and energy. Yeah, it's it. time. And you're just and one like, job away. Yeah, too, and it's like especially you know? like me because like I, I get coached when I when I go in for auditions because like mm. especially like working on the show, kind of like. It kind of like helped me understand like my process because I used to be I used to be I used to, um, when I'd get the size or get the the script I would like painstakingly try to like memorize it by myself or like go over it in my head. It's hard and it's hard and like it's you hard. know it, I'd get fifty percent there like it get me to a certain level mm. but then I'd be like damn I'm like how come this ain't working like you know you I'm know saying? what I'm it not is free. so because, I it's because and this is something I I just the person I read this with. And I, I did get coaching on this specific one, uh, and I'll, I'll do about half and half. It depends on the severity of the of the sides. Like if it's some deep shit, then I'll get coaching because you. Uh, yeah. But if it's well, like yeah. no, I have, couple lines. Yeah, if it's like, like a one line part where well, you come not, out not and be one like, line parts, but, like, but if it's like six, seven pages, or it, yeah. like if it's for a series regular, then I'll go get. Or coaching. even like five pages, like because I just want to. Because I used to get super nervous when I going to auditions i don't get nervous anymore but like i just want to like be totally off book so i can just right. do whatever yeah. you know what i'm saying and like i'm not beholden to this is how i practice this four right. hours in my room before the audition like i'm just totally free and if i mess up i mess up but i just want i just want the words to be out there i, I want i want it in my body and like even like on the show like because we rehearse three days three days out the week right and then just like doing that and rehearsing with people you come up with like different shit every time so oh, yeah. it's not Oh, yeah. same, but. See, but what it is for me is that sometimes for me, I'm like the worst thing that can happen to me is booking this job because like it gives me such anxiety and it gives me such like I do not like acting at all. Like, and it's not even like you've said that about ten times. So like <laughs> that's why I'm saying like like I, I I I get frustrated where I'm like, man, like why are you sending me on this when you know what I want and like what I'm working towards? Where I mean, then tell her. True. True. Tell her. I mean, I know it's not as easy as just. I mean, it can be. As it easy is as easy. just telling her. Just tell her. Uh, I mean, you have a good relationship with her. Yeah. If uh, you're afraid to talk to your agent or manager about just simple shit like that, then you guys, you guys shouldn't have a working relationship. True. Because like, I feel like most people are afraid to like tell their manager or agent what they really want, or they're afraid to like hit them up because they don't want to bother them or they feel like they're being a nuisance. But it's like, no, like these motherfuckers, they work for you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be afraid. You know, to reach out to your manager and tell them what they want. Granted, it's a two-way street. Like, what you got to start, you got to book shit, and you got to be good. Yeah. But it's a working relationship. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a partnership. I mean, the big thing for me with being prepared and especially off book and shit, like having to read with somebody, is this is something that I just realized over the past couple months, over this month, because I've like think it's audition season, and I've thankfully been going out a nice amount. Is you realize how much you don't listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you realize how much you you realize how much you're just waiting for cue lines. Yeah, and you and you realize how much you're not listening to. How much you want to do that bit that you practice, right? Yeah. And you're waiting, and you're waiting for the the rhythm instead yeah. of just listening to the fucking words yeah. that the person is saying and actually reacting to the intent of what they're saying. And I I I made that mistake one time last year, 
where I, I would memorize the entire thing just in my head. I didn't read it with anybody. Uh, and I have somebody in my house I could read with, but I didn't read it with anybody or anything like that. I went into the producer session, and the first line out of his mouth threw the fuck out of me. Because yeah. I hadn't read it with anybody, yeah. Yeah. and the way he said the line, I was like, oh. <laughs> like and, and it was almost like I forgot all my life. And I I bombed that fucking audition. I yeah. bombed auditions. I bombed that audition, <laughs> dude. Yeah, and I haven't been back to that CD yet. <laughs> like, what's, the, what's the worst audition y'all have bombed? Ooh, uh, it was probably, it was two. The first audition that I've ever, the first TV audition that I ever had was, um, ugh, it's that show, it used to be on Fox, where like, it, it was like a single dad raising like his ba- his, his daughter. Um. Oh, uh, uh, quite a few of those. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Is it saving, uh, saving, saving gr- hope, saving hope, yes, saving, raising hope, raising hope, raising hope, raising hope, raising hope. With Lucas, right? Uh, Lucas Neff. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I went yeah. for that. Same thing you did. Like I practiced it. It was like three pages, but it was like one big monologue. Yeah, that I had to like know. Did it all by myself. But at this time, this was like shit. This was like six years, six seven years ago. I had a day job at the time. Um, so I practiced it in my head. I practiced it at home, whatever, whatever. Knew it, went in there, <laughs> and I was super green. I didn't know where the camera was, so oh, I'm like man. looking. I'm like looking at the camera, doing my lines, and she's like signaling, like camera, camera right here. Look at the mm-hmm. camera right here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, okay. And like I did that about three times. I was still looking at the camera and not the, the casting director. And I've dropped lines. I you know whatever. The third time I did it, I was like, fuck, I just got to use the script. So I'm reading the script, <laughs> throwing everything out the window that I learned that I was rehearsing. I'm just reading it like it's a book. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm like, I did not, I did not get this part. Yeah, dude. That, and the shit don't feel good. You don't it let it go shitty. for a while, yeah. It feels that, so shitty. To, like, that's, for people listening who aren't actors or in the entertainment industry or, you know, who aren't in this field. And a lot of people think like, oh man, you guys got it easy. You're just playing make believe, and there's a certain, hard. there's a certain hard. truth to that. But it's a hard job because it's work. It's work. It's mental. <laughs> it's me- it's mental work. Emotional work. It, it's emotional work. Yeah. And it's like depending on where you are in your career, and depending depending on how secure you are as a person. Like some people will get like so attached to like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta book this. Yep. This is gonna change my life. Yep. I gotta get this. I gotta get yep. this. I gotta, gotta get, get this. this. And when it doesn't. You beat yourself up. You start to critique everything, single thing that you did in that room, I mean, listen. and you just gotta learn. Like, 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 you just have to let that shit go and be like, "All right, I fucked up. Maybe this role wasn't for, for me." Yeah. And I can tell you this: ninety-five percent of the roles that I went in for and did not get those shows either a did not go or b they got canceled. Yeah. So it's like everything is for you, but it just like you know it takes time. You know what I'm saying? And then there's also, I mean, listen. Or everything's not for you. Right. You have to wait for. There's a lot of niggas who listen to this or who don't listen to this, just in general, who have opinions on actors or the entertainment industry, who don't even want to be judged by niggas in their own house. And we're entertainers, and we are literally walking in the room and saying, judge me, please. (laughs) Like, that shit is not an easy thing Uh, to walk into, you know? Like, we are these auditions, and, and even, like, if you book something, it's like getting your quarterly review three times a week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, man, it doesn't even stop there. Like, there's, no there's, there's no security. There's no security. There's no security unless you're fucking, like, 
Channing Tatum, like, ain't nobody exactly. like going in for offer only. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're still yeah. you're still auditioning, and it's it's, it's hard. And man. then you get to set. And that shit ain't, I mean, you think there would be a little fucking uh, relief, and nope. it is, because you're on no, set, it is. but it is. But there's still that added pressure of, okay, well, now I got to bring it. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I think it, I, it might, I think it's different. Like, when, well, I guess it depends on the type, type of show that you're on. Right. Because I remember I was on, um, I remember it's blanking, Kingdom. I was on the show, it was, I think it was like the AT&T channel or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like a, a U, uh, US, UFC type show, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Booked it. I go in it, I'm on set, and, like, it's a serious show. And so I, now I'm in my head, like, what you said, like, the pressure's not off. Because usually, like, when you get on set, you're like, oh, I booked it, whatever. I can just do whatever I want. Now I'm just like, oh, shit, like, I'm acting with so-and-so. Now I got to, like, bring it, bring it. And so, like, you don't give yourself the freedom to actually have fun. So now right. it's, like, really working. Now you you can't afford yourself to fuck up or, like, flob a line because you're trying to be on par with, like, you know, whatever actor. But I guess it's different if you're a serious regular because then, like, you know, you have the luxury to, like, goof around and, like, right. you know, yeah. mess up because you're with... That set you're, revolves you're, around yeah, you. You're, well, not... Well, yes, but it revolves maybe around, like, five other people. So the pressure right. is not on you, like, yeah. more so if, like, if you're on, like, a sitcom or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so it's it's uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's... Yeah, it's, it's work. It's a tough game, but, I mean, look, like you said, it's, I wouldn't rather... I don't want to do anything else. Really? Something else. You wouldn't want to sell. Uh, you wouldn't want to sell dope. I would. I mean, listen, <laughs> that's a whole different kind of pressure. That's a whole different kind of pressure, <laughs> man. I tried that. I tried that, and I'm right. And I got arrested in that Disney Channel original movie. I got arrested, and it was like, man, I guess I better go do this theater now. Uh, and that's a true story. <laughs> so, Ish, uh, yeah. wrapping up now. Like thinking of everything that you said, like what is one thing that if someone was listening to this and they want to be an actor, they want to like, you know, do mm-hmm. what you're doing, uh, what is your biggest like single piece of advice to that person? It's a few. Because um, I came from the era, and when I say era, this was like five years ago, <laughs> where like these, and I don't even know if they're still popular today, these like acting workshops. Oh, yeah. Where like the casting director would come in, yeah. and you'd read they're for them. They're still they're still really? around. Really, they're still around, but not a lot of people do them as much. Yeah, I read something that it was like a like it was kind of like some shady shit going on. Yeah, like, I think like there's been like they've been like exposed in certain yeah, ways. Like that yeah. one woman got exposed last year for telling that white girl to dye her hair oh, and really? start wearing hoop earrings and call herself because I think that girl's name was like Christina. Oh, and I she was know. like I dye know. your hair and. So like there, there's been those kind of things that are kind of dwindling their reputation. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I would say, like I said, it's a few things. F- fail early. Mm. Don't be afraid to fail. Um, because when I was when I was starting off, like I was like doing all those casting workshops and I was going in for auditions and I wasn't booking anything because I was still green. You know what I'm saying? I was still trying to learn. I was trying to learn the business. Yeah. Uh, don't be in a rush to you know like pop off yeah you know i would i would i would hone your craft as much as possible because how bad would it be if you booked something when you were back then green like you know what i'm saying and you get to set and you just it my yeah it'd be my life would be totally different yeah I'd, i would either be complacent with that or i'd be complacent with that and not like you know take all the classes or like mm-hmm. you know i don't even think i'd be in ucb um but i'd, I'd say hone your craft like take all the all the classes that you can like improv classes writing classes um uh, on camera classes and just like know 
the craft and know the business and don't be a, don't be in a hurry to pop off because like stuff will happen to you in due time. Like I had to like, I was doing everything possible to get an agent, to get a manager and it just wasn't working. And then I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to like take these improv classes, perform, shoot my own videos, whatever, whatever. And then during that time, like everything kind of like aligned, like I got my manager cause she came to a show and for my manager, um, I got an agent because somebody that was at UCB recommended me to her agent and she reached out to me. She was like, yo, so-and-so said, uh, you're funny. Do you want to come in for a meeting? And I got the meeting. I got my, uh, my agent, uh, within that period, but just don't be in a rush, you know, just like hone, hone your skills and like know your shit because you're going to get an opportunity, but when you get an opportunity and you're not ready, you're going to feel it's going to be really shitty. Yeah, people, because there's like thousands of people out there who are better than you, and even people who are popping, they're not even that good. You know what I'm saying? So it's True. it's like they just they just open the door when they're not. Yeah, I mean, or they just had a good opportunity audition, audition and they killed it, but yeah. then down the line, you know, they're not even popping. Um, I feel like I'm I'm going on a tangent here. No, no, no you're not, good. man. It's my out here giving you guys the keys. Giving you yeah. key. You understand that? Um, but yeah, just like no. Also know yourself, because I didn't know who I was, and I was so eager just to, like, be in something, Mm -hmm. Um, have a game plan. It's crazy, because, like, and I still have this in my room today, like, I wrote down, like, (laughs) I wrote down, like, my goals of what I wanted to do. Like, I want to, you know, write a script. I want to book a comedy show. I want to, you know, film five sketches on YouTube, whatever, whatever. And I still have that shit on my wall. And I wrote that in like 2011. And looking back on, looking back at that sheet of paper, like half of those things I accomplished. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's Damn. that shit is real, man. The power of thought. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Here's something you're putting out there. Yeah. Here's something that I love because I, you know, I don't mean this with any hyperbole at all. But like you're on, you're on white women. So you got Carl Lamar, mm-hmm. Iffy, who we've all held had on the show. Mm-hmm. We gotta get Zeke on. Uh and out of that group, mm-hmm. you know, people look at all of you, but then people will see somebody like Carl, who is very Carl is the poster child. He's the poster He's child. He's the star right? of white women. Carl but all you guys are working. Carl at, like, every single one of you. Every single one of you. And not just like Yeah, we doing stuff here and there. Carl's on writing on Brooklyn Nine Nine. You're on a you're a series regular on a TV show. Lamar's writing on Single Parents. Zeke is writing on an AP Bio. Iffy out here doing his thing. Yeah. I mean, like, like it I is. Said, it takes it takes time because you would like, like I said, you just have to be patient. Like all those people that you mentioned, like I don't envy, or I don't envy any of those people because they're all funny in their own right. Yeah, and I knew one day, like my, and we're all different. Like we you're all, all very different. different. We all have different, different styles of acting, comedy, and like we all we look different as well too. Mm-hmm. But like it, your timing will come. Like, like I said, Carl is super funny. And like, I don't even know who popped out first, I, but like you said, we're all working. So you just, you just have to like, you have to know yourself. And even if, even if you're in a, in a comedy group, I will say it's a good idea to kind of like not sway away from your comedy group, but like just to find who you are as an individual, separate of them. separately, separate yeah. from what the group that you're in or the, 
you know, the writing, whatever. Like, find your voice because once you find that, you'll figure out, okay, I do comedy. I, I like comedy, but I like doing serious stuff. You know, I like doing mm-hmm. dramas or I, I, I like drama, but I like directing more. You know what I'm saying? Like, find find who you are and, like, get with, like, a group of people who are different from the group of people that you perform with every day because that's only going to elevate you and that's only going to, you know, uh, broaden your thinking and it's only going to, it's only going to keep you, I don't know, it's, 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 it's only going to make you better as, yeah. as a, as a performer. Well, I think one day down the line, dude, and, and like I said, I don't say this with any hyperbole at all, but we're going to look back at some other Black History Month and look at this group, white women. It's crazy. Uh, and be like, these niggas were all in a group together. And together. Yo, yo, together. I, together. Uh, yo, I was thinking, that, like, because not to cut you off, I was no, watching, no, you like, I would always go see shitty jobs mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with, I don't even think Donald Glover was in it when I was watching it, but him, uh, Ben, um, and all those guys. Yeah. I was like, damn, all these, these motherfuckers are so funny. Yeah. And during that time, they were all popping off. Yeah, they were popping. And like now looking I'm back, I'm just like, damn, I'm kind of like, well, we're kind of where they were at, where people, it's it's it's, it's wild. It's wild, yeah. dude. Wild. I mean, you guys are you guys are doing something, and they're all super successful in their own right. Right. Yeah, and, and you can look different. at Donald and be like, oh, well, Donald, but it's like all of the niggas is doing yeah. big yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. And they're all Dominic Dierkes is doing big shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all. I, I don't think it. I don't think it's understated at all. To I mean we're we're in the circle with you guys we're in the community with you guys so it's hard for us to probably see this but if you step back what you guys are doing is on the border of like a historic fucking thing that not many groups can say yeah. we harnessed this out of one fucking group and then not only that but then spun off so many other groups to come from it right yeah. like without white women there's no arcade there's yeah no but like i'm Negro, saying like none of that. like it took time like yeah yeah like it even, takes time even when we we're i can only speak for myself like and you've been in like multiple like improv comedy groups like yeah. i didn't think anything would come of this yeah. like when i was like all right this is just another group we're gonna perform like you know us it wasn't a thing because I right. was gonna pop off regardless. Like I had ambitions of becoming an actor and like doing my acting thing regardless if this mm-hmm. group worked or if it didn't yeah. work. But it only being in the group it only made us stronger because a it got us more it got us more opportunities to perform. And then once we performed, we get we we start to know our voice and it kind of inspired us to like you know kind of do our own thing with, within writing within comedy and things like that. And like if one person got a manager, you know they would be like, oh okay. Uh, so and so was in our group. Why don't you check them? You know what I mean. So it it it, it only helped us. But yeah. like I said, like it it took time. You know what I'm saying? Like we we were bad for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But the only thing that, yeah. the only thing that made us good was like we liked or we still do. We like we like we're friends outside of comedy. Like yeah. we just don't do. We're just not a comedy group. Like we actually you know what I'm saying hang out and we actually like y'all take trips together. Y'all do all these yeah. Things. We talk yeah. shit to each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like thread. Yeah, like so we got to end on this. Now I got more jewels to drop. Nah, nigga, it's done. <laughs> it's done. No it's more knowledge. Done, nigga. No, no more, more knowledge. knowledge. No more knowledge. Pay for our Patreon if you want more knowledge. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's end it on a would you rather. Here's a, here's one for you. <laughs> I already don't like where this is going because of the evil smile that you have on your face right now. Yeah. If you were to have an untimely death, and Jesus. be reincarnated. Jesus Christ. Reincarnated as somebody already alive. Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> Would you rather come back 
as Candace Owens. <laughs> or, or, but this nigga gotta go look up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it out real slick too. Who, Try to take out the phone. Who's somebody like, else? Who's somebody else besides Candace Owens? I was then? looking up Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you not. No, I, can, I can clearly see you looking up Candace Owens, bro. Nah, she he knows uh, who Candace Owens. Uh, do you know who Candace Owens is, or like why now she? Not, why now, she's yeah, now I do. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather come back as Candace Owens or Eric Trump Jr.? Oh, oh, that's tough. They're both trash. Yeah. <laughs> That's real tough. I mean, I feel like when you're reincarnated. This is, oh, this is, I mean, yeah, this when is, you're reincarnated, you're somebody different. But instead, you're mode. coming back as one of these two people. So when you're reincarnated, am I coming into Candace Owens or uh, Trump as they are today? Yes. It's oh. like that, that Eddie Murphy movie where yeah. he was a stand-up comic and then he died and he came back as that old white man. Y'all yeah, remember I mean, that movie? I'm oh, not Eddie Murphy. So Chris sorry, Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Oof. Rock. <laughs> I guess I came back as Candace Owens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Candace Owens. I don't want to come back as a white person. Okay, so you, you would, would. But hold on, Candace Owens ain't no regular black person. She <laughs> a black person that hates black people. <laughs> like, like Candace Owens don't like black people. She don't. A word. No, she doesn't. She hates black people. I thought she was problematic because the whole Kanye thing. She's no, all right. I mean, she's all right. Yeah. She's like the black woman face of the all right movement. Well, okay. He, he pulled out the and phone who, again. He pulled out the Eric, phone I'm, again. I'm Googling Eric Trump. Eric That's, Trump Jr. is obviously Donald Trump's That's Donald son. Trump's son. The one who looked like uh, And not Jr. His name isn't Jr. His name is just Eric Trump. Small, yeah. Small it's the one that has the, Don, the, the very, junior. like... The, the very strong. I'll say he has a strong face. Yeah, I'm not trying to come back looking like this. Dude. <laughs> like, look at him. He looks. He has a strong face. He looks sickly. Yeah, like he looks like Earthworm Jim. Oh, bro. <laughs> so you coming back as Candace Owens? Earthworm Jim. What a deep pull, my nigga. Also on Nickelodeon. No, no. Earthworm Jim was on Sega. Earthworm Jim. Oh, I thought that was the character from uh, uh, Richard Scarry's Wonderful World of Character. You remember nah, that show? Nah, it's a video game. Earthworm Jim. Uh-huh. You remember what? that? It's I don't remember. Hold that on, at let all. me show you. He was like, well, a, I think he Earthworm was like a, Jim he is. was like a worm, but then he went into like a, he went into like a, a space body and like he became like a. Superhero. Don't know. All right, cool. Don't know at all. But you coming back as Candace Owens? Yeah, I mean, just for this. Yeah, I'm coming back as Candace Owens. Just so Hope, you can still at least be black. So I can at least be black, and I I would. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to come back looking as Donald Trump or Eric Trump. So. <laughs> All right, Edgar, who are you coming back as? Bro, I'm going to have to agree with Ish and come back as Candace Owens because I feel like I could do my best to uh, 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 change who she is. I have an easier time changing who she is than changing Eric Trump. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, it is who you are. I mean, but hold you on. coming back as her. And but like, hold on. Here's what I'm saying because I'm going to be me, right? people? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. Uh, his name is, uh, this was the nigga I was talking about, but his name is Lowly Worm. Oh, no. Y'all remember this character? From no. The, from Richard Scary, bro? Y'all no. never watched that show? No, no. no. I, I only read Malcolm X books as a, as a child. <laughs> <laughs> and you coming back as Candace Owens? Yeah, I'm coming back as Candace Owens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you would, I mean, I guess you would be you, but not really. It's not like you are who you are. So you're coming back knowing that I am now this person. With that said, I also still got to come. 
Yeah, like just because there's no way I could walk around as Eric Trump and have a good day. I mean, look at Eric. I Trump. mean, I think you would honestly have the best days of your fucking life because nah, that nigga don't I wanna, care. Like, what if I want to be like, you know, I want to go watch ASCAT today. Like, I you just, can. Nigga, do you understand how terrible a time Eric Trump would have at an ASCAT show? I mean, if you just go put on a little hat, put on you a think hat Eric and a hoodie. Trump would have a fun. If I went as Candace Owen, no one would know who the fuck I was. True, you would be known. You would be known. Only alt right. It would be hard. It would be me. hard for you to be uh, incognito. Absolutely, as Eric Trump, one hundred percent. But both of these people. Outside of that, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because I'm rich. Because you're rich and white. Yeah, but I mean, if I, you still want to fuck, if you still want to fuck black chicks, you still can. Because what are you saying, bro? But I'm saying like you know that because you know here, these here white come, niggas. Listen, when y'all tag Jaquise and drag him for what he just said, don't you include my name in that? Nah, nigga, you I said, didn't say anything. Nah, but what I'm you saying is, you guys drag Jaquise, don't be tagging me. I want my notifications clean. <laughs> what I'm saying is, don't tag. You know how these white dudes are, where oh, they boy, like pretend like they hate. Here we go. <laughs> they pretend like they hate black people, which they do, but they still like to fuck. Black people. Don't act like I'm not. Don't act like I'm crazy. I'm not saying you crazy. I just don't want to be tagged in whatever Twitter thread is Ishmael. coming next. Ishmael, I know you're on Nickelodeon now, the but views, back me up, my nigga. opinions of Jaquiz <laughs> are, are solely his opinion. Yeah, I don't, I don't hop on that at DJ all. DJ Dan. Leave you. Where you at? <laughs> DJ Dan better not have an opinion on this. <laughs> DJ Dan better be like, can we talk about Joe Rogan? <laughs> Sophie, back me up. Back me up. Nobody? <laughs> Ain't nobody. All right, mark all this. Mark it out. <laughs> no, this is staying fucking, bro. Uh, one day, man. One day. It's where can people find you, my man? Ooh. Um, you, oh, wow. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, I guess. Uh, at Ishmael, I-S-H-M-E-L Productions. Mm. Uh, okay. Cousins for Life. Mm-hmm. When's it come on? Uh, every Saturday. Saturday on, on Nick, on, Nick, 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 on Nick, Nickelodeon. Nick. What time? I think seven o'clock. Uh, PM? Yeah. Okay. Is it also so on I Hulu? Could, I, at me no. as a kid, I could have watched it. Yeah, because I was Seventh Day Adventist. If it was earlier, I couldn't oh. have watched it. When the sun goes, you can watch when the sun goes. When the sun down. goes down. So I mean, some summer days, summer? yeah, some summer days. I mean, I may not be able to watch the show. Nine thirty. Damn. And then by that time, ain't no TV on for you. We would always watch USA and TNT, watch Steven Seagal kill black people. Because <laughs> that's all I was on was TNT, watch Walker, uh, Texas Ranger. Love it. Yo, Ish, thank what you up? for coming on. Appreciate you. Knowledge. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, we got to get Zeke on, and then once we get Zeke on, we're going to have all you niggas back on, and we're going to do something pretty fun with you guys. Um, so we'll look have out the for Infinity, that. the white woman Infinity Gauntlet collect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be Ooh. great. It'll be fun. At Culture Kings Pod, y'all, on everything. At Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter, Alphagram on Instagram. At Jaquise Neal on all social medias. Guys. It is time for a deep cut of the week. Guys, I want to give you another track from my Taste Breakers playlist. You might have heard this sampled in a few hip-hop songs. This is Wheat October 1971 by Cortex. A very, very dope track. Enjoy those vibes. (laughs) 